The following podcast contains explicit language. I've been covering the Eagles for a pretty long time. This is year number 15. Long enough to see a lot, long enough to write a lot, long enough to remember when training camp was a whole different deal. It was tough in Lehigh, man. It was hot. Then you just away from everything. Those were the Andy Reid years. Back when there were two-a-days and live hitting. Brandon Graham remembers. Going up to Lehigh University in Bethlehem for a couple weeks, shacking up in cramped dorms with teammates, making the steep, winding drive up and down South Mountain to the campus practice fields. It was a grind. Coach Reed was cool, but you know, man, he he ain't run no no he ain't run no slouch. No, <laughs> that no, camp was tough. No. I sat down with Brandon at the start of this year's camp because I wanted to reminisce a little bit about the old days, because like me. He's been around a while, too. He's one of four guys left on the roster who survived Lehigh. BG's going into his 14th season this year, which I guess I really wasn't thinking too much about until he dropped this nugget during our chat. You know, I'm on a good team right now, so I'm just trying to stay available and, and keep winning, man. How many more years? Shoot, this, this, this might be the one. Ooh, I haven't heard you ever say that. I'm saying, I'm saying as far as, you know, we win it, I might have to consider going out on top. Brandon Grant, considering going out on top after this year, if the Eagles win it all, that was news to me. And you know what? If the season goes the way the Eagles think it will go, and many fans, Brandon could have a very difficult decision to make a few months from now. If he decided to wrap it up at the end of the year, then, you know, I'm going to be sad as hell. I'm Jeff McClain. I'm the Eagles beat reporter for the Philadelphia Inquirer, and we're back on Uncovering the Birds, a Philadelphia Inquirer and KYW News Radio original podcast. The 2023 season is underway, and we're planning to drop new episodes throughout the year. Up first, smile, it's Brandon Graham. Could you imagine the Eagles without Brandon Graham? The guy's been a fixture forever. In many ways, he's kind of like one of the faces of the franchise. This was one day during a recent training camp practice. Oh yeah, that thing was nice. Okay. Yeah, that thing was nice. I had to say what up to him. Yo, can I get a glove? Can I get a glove? The fans love him. He's a total favorite. We are here having fun. Hey, you know what? Can you get Jalen over here? We all trying to get it again. Can you get Jalen over here? Can you get Jalen over Think about Brandon Graham for just a second here. He's been on the roster longer than anyone else currently on the team. And whenever his career ends, he could end up the longest tenured Eagle ever. He made quite possibly the biggest play in franchise history when he strip-stacked Tom Brady in Super Bowl 52. Would the Eagles have had their first ever parade without him? Probably not. The average NFL career is around three years. 
So Brandon Graham, he's in good shape. 14 years, which is where he's at right now, is a hell of a run. So I wasn't necessarily surprised to hear him talk about his own football mortality. What did surprise me was that it seems like he's actively thinking about the end. He's always talked about 15 years. Now he's talking about an exit plan that could be in place after this season. I want to be 15. <laughs> Honestly, know, 15 was your number. So this 15 is, 14. is the number. This I'm just saying. This I'm is just, 14, right? Uh, 14. I'm yeah. just saying. It would be the, it would be the you, idea. You know who put it in my, my ear? My grandma. My grandma was like, babe, you done did a lot. And, you know, I'm just saying, if you got a chance to go out on top, baby, if I was you, I'll go out on top. And I, she, and she just had something that just had me thinking. Brandon turned 35 in April, but he was still very productive last season, setting a career high in sacks with 11, despite coming off an Achilles tendon tear. At this stage in his career, Brandon's accepted a smaller role on the team, but he could still be a factor on the field. Back again goes Tyrod Taylor. He steps up. He's hit. He's sacked. They got him, and the football comes loose, and the Eagles recover. Brandon Graham. Excellent defense, short field for this Eagles offense. Brandon Graham with his second sack of the game. He now has seven and a half. People can call it how they want to call it. It's about getting to the game healthy. A lot of guys know what they got to do now, especially look like us having a mature team like this. People know what they need to get right. And if, Coach, we feel like you're not giving us everything, we'll, we'll voice it. Even though Brandon's talk of retirement made my ears perk up, it was just a small part of our conversation. The real intent of the interview was to kind of look back in time with Brandon about training camp and how it's changed significantly during his 14-year career. His first training camp was 2010. The Eagles drafted him 13th overall that year. Shoot, it was tough. It was tough, especially because it was hot, the humidity. Um, then you had, I mean, you being a rookie and not knowing what to expect for real every day. You excited to be there. I can remember always just being excited because I just had got my, my first real car, like, you know, and so I would be blue excited. Porsche, right? Yeah, the blue Porsche. So I'll be excited to get in that whenever I could. So that kind of carried me through, too, just excited to be in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I remember when you pulled up in that blue Porsche, and I was just like, oh. I know, yeah. his head. I'm yep. like, Ain't I, that funny? Uh, like, when you I think wonder. about it, when you, you do wonder, though. Like, because I even wonder now, like, with, with guys coming in, like, who that boy got that already? You know, but. Like, yeah, I was leasing. The Eagles' first training camp at Lehigh was in 1996, but it didn't really start to become a huge fan destination until Andy Reid came in 1999 and started having a lot of success. Nobody loved training camp at Lehigh more than Andy Reid. For Andy, it was important to take the team away from Philadelphia and to almost sequester them in this environment so that not only could they build some culture, he could get the most out of them with zero distractions. But as much as Andy loved Lehigh, it took a toll on players. Coach Reed, he wasn't playing that first weekend. He, we was going, we, he was dogging us that first weekend just to kind of see. Just, I remember me and Nate Allen, it was like week two, and we was doing two days every day. And Coach Reed, you think he about to give us a break? And it's like, nope, the same thing again. We got to come out and get it ready again. And I remember me and Nate Allen being in the uh, 
like the hot tub before practice saying like man i don't know man this is this is a lot right now i'm i'm tired man i don't know how i'm gonna get through this one today i mean you get through it but it put us to the test for real if you really love football or not there were always players who couldn't hack it and the eagles would simply cut them there's one player i remember ricky Sapp. he just up and left without telling anyone never to be seen again and that's what training camp did to some guys. The two-a-days were so exhausting that Brandon stopped making the drive up and down the mountain to his dorm between the morning and afternoon practices. Sometimes I would sleep at the facility that we was practicing at just so that I wouldn't have to drive over and waste some time. I could get some oh. extra sleep. I used to sleep in that little, on the mats, on the mats in the weight room that was in there when you first walk in. Really? You know, and I, instead, of, instead of waiting, I'll be over there knocked out right now knowing that we got practice at 3 or 2.30, 3 o'clock. Oh, you sleep in between, not at night. Yeah, in between. Uh, oh, gotcha, oh, yeah, gotcha, no, gotcha. no, not yeah, at night. Yeah, no, nah, in between. Yeah. In between them two a days, boy. Like, I'm like, nah, there's no point in going that back. That was smart. That was smart. Shoot. It wasn't all terrible, though. There was the Bethlehem Waffle House. Brandon loved that place. The crowds at camp were always great, too. Oh, See, yeah, they were close. They were yeah. close. You know what I'm saying? And it was a good time, and people really enjoyed it. You know, they came from a long way just to see it. Yeah. Did you like anything about going away and being at Lehigh? Did you like did you like the fans being there? I, I appreciate it more now than I ever have because you feel like you accomplished something. Like, you know, I remember always being hyped saying, man, we done. About to drive back, get in my own bed. Like, you know, you get excited for that type of stuff. So I say the part of you, you feel like you accomplished something once you're able to come, come back up, 76 at the time. It wasn't just the players. Coaches, team personnel. They would race down the turnpike just to get home. Reporters jokingly called it the Lehigh 500. Hearing Brandon recount his time in Lehigh makes you realize just how much he's witnessed. There was, of course, the 2011 training camp that no one who was there will ever forget when Vince Young uttered those two infamous words, Dream Team. I remember that. I was drinking that Kool-Aid, too, because I was young. I'm oh. like, ooh, Dream Team. I say, ooh, I like that. Say, boy, we about to get a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, being young, just not knowing. Namdi Asama was the face of that disastrous offseason. Brandon could see from almost the get-go that he wasn't going to be a fit. Just even when we got to the season, man, like how bad it got when uh, you start noticing little things about Namdi yeah. and Coach started pointing out little stuff. Man, you see, he ain't trying to tackle. He, he just want to, like, man, it was, it was bad. Some of Brandon's favorite training camp memories are of his battles with Lane Johnson and Jason Peters. Back then, I was just a little nervous going against JP, you know what I'm saying? Um, just as far as him being at that status, and I know for me, I'm like, man, I don't want to get embarrassed either. Like, I, I just, it was just a respect that I had yeah. for JP. You know, when I got older and learned how to practice, I was like, man, I should have went against him a little bit. A little harder. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. a little harder. Because me and Lane, we go hard regardless. Yeah. And it's a respect thing, too. And he understands, I got to get my work done just like you got to get yours. So. Yeah. yeah. But now I understand it even more now. But I ain't. Back then, I, I went hard, but I ain't go as, like, hard as I should oh, have. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a... Um, uh, All of these experiences, training camp or otherwise, however difficult they may have been or amusing, They've formed the foundation for the wisdom Brandon's gained over the course of his career. They're the lessons he doesn't want to go to waste. So with the time he's got left, he's going to pass that knowledge on. We'll tell you how that's helping the Eagles next. 
I'm Jeff McLean, and this is Uncovering the Birds. Brandon Graham still remembers the group of eagles who looked out for him during his first training camp. You know what, coming in, you had, um, shoot, I mean, Ty Harriman's kind of, you know, took me under a little bit. Trinko, I mean, you see Mike Patterson, Broderick Bunkley, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, it was, it was like, it was a good group. Thirteen years later, Brandon's wearing the other shoe. He's one of the Eagles' old heads now, and younger guys are looking to him. Man, I say the first time he woke with me was when I was walking in OTAs. When I was walking in the locker room, he came up and he said, Young blood, what's good with you? I know, man. I know you excited, but I'm excited. This is Nolan Smith. He's a 22-year-old edge rusher. The Eagles picked him 30th in the first round of this year's draft. And I cut him off from there. I told him I don't know shit, and I'm just ready to work. Like, I, I just want to learn from you, and, you know, I know I'm an energy guy, but I still need to learn, and, you know, I'm wiping my slate clean, and I'm trying to, you know, start over. It was clear from the first time that Nolan stepped foot into the Novacare complex that he had a certain energy about him, very similar to the energy that Brandon brought to the Eagles when he was drafted. There's been a lot of talk at camp this year about their similarities. Nolan had a really good career at the University of Georgia. He played there four years and was a part of two national championship teams. Do you see the similarities there? Yeah, I see the similarities, man. He always happy. He always joyful. He just always cheering. And, um, man, he'll pick you up when you're down a lot of times. You know, even, man, from in meetings when he say, you know, you could have did this and that and you would have had a better rep. And, you know, the way he delivered things is amazing. And just, man, he make you feel good about himself, really. He's a jokester, too. Like, he'll kind of, like, uh, he does it with us. I'm sure he does it with players. Like, does, does it, have you had a moment there where he kind of, because he's always got that cackle. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> listen, man. He give, you, he give you a good four or five jokes almost every day or even in every conversation. And I just love talking to him because, man, I just say sometimes, you know, energy guys, our, our bowl get empty. And just, he helped me fill my bowl. And I just try to do the same for him because when I'm around him, man, it's just, it just, you know, we get the same type of vibes. And, man, he's just an amazing guy. He's making me smile talking about it just because he gave me so much to me in these last three weeks that I've been here, and I just can't thank him enough. Every rookie needs a vet. And for Brandon Graham, this just comes with the territory. Even now, like I tell the young boys, man, hey, I'm just here to secure a spot and to help, help all the people that I can, you know what I'm saying, while doing that. And, like, even Nolan, like, I be telling them, like, man, I see – I see you. This is what you need to work on that I see, but you got it here and just make sure you stay strong here. Keep working on all that other stuff, but keep coming if your intention's right. So, Is he I mean, listening? Is he, he the, is, he, is he the kid that you're taking? Is he the mm-hmm. one you're taking under your wing a little mm-hmm. bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, because you, you, you try to talk to everybody, and I know I can't reach everybody, but I can reach them by what I do and how I, how I go out, go about my business. And from day one, they the seen, even though I had school this offseason, I would come in and lift with the guys. Couldn't be on the field as much as I would want to with them. But at the end of the day, they knew what I was doing, and I still was able to, you know, build that relationship with them, do extra with them after uh, the lift before they had to go work out or go on the field. And, man, like, you know, I think that served me well now because even now we just did some extra after, pro- yeah, after yeah, practice. Yeah. Like I told them, y'all want to be great. Y'all got to put in a little more. A little more than what you got going on, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be 30, 40 minutes long, but it's like 10 minutes of quality work, and then you're done. Brandon is being modest here. Having covered him his entire career, I don't think it would be an exaggeration to say that his presence has affected the entire franchise. Take Jordan Maialata. 
Here's another guy that has some really good vibes around the NovaCare complex. He credits Brennan Graham for setting a good example. You hear him before you even see him. You know, he's like saying good morning, ah ha ha ha. You know, he's, he's got that infectious laugh and that smile, man. And that overall aura about him, just the positivity that, that just leaks and reeks, reeks from him because it's yeah. so infectious. It, yeah, what did you pick up from him? Is that, is that something? I mean, I know obviously I, that's your own I, personality. I'll tell you this. I remember 2019, I came to him and I was having a rough time just with injuries and even making the change from left tackle to right tackle. BG was there for me and he was like, don't let it change you, who you are. He picked me up when I was down and he just always told me, man, just, like, just make sure that you are that the same person you are when you enter this league, when you leave. And so that's one thing that I always remember. It wasn't all great for Brandon. Early in his career, there were injuries, the pressure of being a first-round pick and not living up to those expectations. He had to deal with a position change with Chip Kelly, and there were a couple times when he was a free agent, and it looked like he might not come back. But Brandon was persistent. And look at him now. Super Bowl champion, a face of the franchise, and someone who will always be an eagle. Jordan Mailata was wondering about Brandon's future at the start of camp. I was trying to pick his brain about that, too. He doesn't know. And I was like, so, you know, what he's doing? He's like, you know, I don't know how long this is going to be for me, but you know, I'm going I'm to play this one like it's my last. And now I'm, I'm going to try and get after it this year. Like, Ten sacks last year? I didn't even know, like, what to make of that. It was just like, you know, all the locker room would be like WG. That's tough. What would the locker room be like without BG? Nolan Smith, the rookie, doesn't want to think about it. Right now, he he the guy that I'm learning from. So however much he can give me, and if he decides to wrap it up at the end of the year, then, you know, I'm going to be sad as hell because I'm going to tell him, I'm going to call you every day. I'm going to bug the shit out of you because, you know, I'm in Philly now, and we really live in the same area, so I'm going to just come over there and practice get-offs and stuff with him. Brennan knows that NFL careers don't last forever. He appreciates that he's been around longer than most. Would he love to get to year 15? That's the number he has in his head. But if he and the Eagles get to Las Vegas in February and end up winning it all, he knows there's something to be said for a storybook ending. I don't want him to push me out, but at the end of the day, if I I must stay I must stay ready for 15. But you know, it just depends on what the Eagles want to do. And maybe it might not happen in training camp, it might happen during the season, but I'm gonna stay available. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to enjoy myself, um, especially if we're coming off Super Bowl. This is Uncovering the Birds, a production of the Philadelphia Inquirer and KYW News Radio original podcast. Our producer is KYW News Radio's Brian Seltzer. Tom Rickert is KYW News Radio's director of podcasting, the executive producer from the Philadelphia Inquirer is Renee Eiffel. Special thanks to Sports Radio 94 WIP and Fenindra Medita and Jeff Warren on YouTube. If you were around for season one, thanks for coming back. We missed you. And if you're a new listener, please help us spread the word. You can always leave us a review or a rating like DB1 did on Apple Podcasts. We adore you too and are pumped to be back. You can listen to episodes of Uncovering the Birds including the first 10 episodes from season one, free on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts, or go to inquire.com slash podcast. I'm Jeff McLean. 
You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff underscore McLean or find me on any other social media platform or read my stories at Inquire.com. We'll talk to you soon.